Are you an ISA or agent struggling to convert your valuable leads? Or are you a team leader looking for advanced scripting and dialogue training for your team? Smart Inside Sales Conversion University is the industry-leading training program designed to give you the ninja-level scripting and objection handlers used by top teams across the country. Conversion U covers scripting, dialogue, objection handling, and closing skills needed to elevate your business through self-paced video training and live interactive expert coaching. Visit smartinsidesales.com slash conversion you to start today. Cash call again with uh, Dale Archdeacon and Brian Curtis. Welcome back for another week of amazing, sizzling, hot tips and strategies that you need to implement in your business right now. And uh, Brian, I'm a little bit hyped because I feel the shift coming. Do you feel the shift coming, sir? I do. You know, it's funny because honestly, for the last probably three weeks, it's all been talking about. And uh, it, it's it's fun in some ways because you know this is what this is my interpretation of what the shift looks like. The people who this was their skill set. Yes, I can meet you at the house at three. Those people are screwed. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that doesn't need to be part of your skill set because you still need to go do that. The shift is here, says Sam. So ultimately, though, what we need to focus on if you want to continue to be successful in this market is knowing your numbers, knowing your statistics, understanding the market, being able to articulate that in a way to explain to people because there's so many people out there going, the market's crashing. Well, that can't <laughs> be further from the truth. And I'm not talking about real estate agents. I'm talking about consumers. Why? Oh, yeah. Because what do they watch? They read the newspaper. They watch TV. They watch Facebook. They, they're getting their news from someplace. And, you know, I was kind of harassing Tristan as our, um, you know, our, a godfather of the, of the catch call show. You know, Tristan's put out a whole bunch of stuff in the last month or so that says the market's going to crash. Well, here's the thing. If you watch the video that he followed, that, that that's clickbait, guys. So... Oh, yeah. And, you know, again, nope, nope, no, no digging on Tristan for that. What I'm saying, though, is there's a lot of headlines out there. And if you only read the headlines, the sky's falling. But if yeah. you look at what's underneath it, we're just fine. We've already, uh, you, you know, you and I have both been around long enough. We've already seen the sky fall a couple of times uh, and it never gets all the way down here. So we'll be OK. Um, and you know what? I'm that kind of like dumb, uh, stubborn kind of person who's like, yeah, yeah. I still got to keep the lights on and I like food. So I'm going to make sure I stay fed no matter what. And so do my kids and wife, you know, that's just kind of how I'm going to operate. Come yeah. what may. But, but let me just put even a more positive spin on it. Those of you who are watching cash call, those of you who are studying the market, those of you who are studying your scripts and your dialogues and learning how to communicate. This is a great season for you because all those agents who only script they know is I'll meet you at the house at three o'clock. They're going to be out of the business in six months and our competition is going to decrease significantly. So I'm excited about it. I am excited that there is a way now that hasn't been available for the last 24 months to differentiate myself. Nobody <laughs> cared what I knew about the market six months ago. They're like, we yeah. don't care. Show me the house and write the offer. That was our right. basically our main function. Yeah. It's done. Thank so, you. Um, so Brian, uh, we are, um, do you mind if I say that we're, uh, do you mind if I talk about the listing thing we're doing over the summer that I mentioned to you? No, chat away. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, what we're doing within my coaching company, Brian has his own coaching company within mine, and I'm actually going to get Brian to send a team over to my coaching company to do this. Um, but what we're doing is a 10 week, 10 listing challenge over the summer. I'm bringing this up, Brian, because it's exactly what you just mentioned, which is <clears throat> I want to help these teams and these agents get in front of this ball. 
um, there will be more listings available. The days on market will continue to go up. It's just what's going to happen. And so I want them to get out there, get their market share that they can and really set themselves up well for the fall. Um, and that's the whole point of it. And we really haven't been training much on listing strategies or on for sale by owner. There's this thing called for sale by owners where people want to sell their house themselves, but it doesn't work sometimes. That hasn't been around for a while. And then there's this thing called expires where they put wow. their house on the market and it doesn't sell. Uh, and so agents really haven't needed to work that business in a long time because it it basically had dried up, dried up and blown, blown away, right? And so yes. these are some skill sets that we're going to be dragging back out of the mothballs uh, to start working on again. Well, and here's another skill set along that same line that we got to think about. The ability to do a price reduction. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> how or, or how, to, how to talk this. to your seller about reducing the price, not do you want 50 more or 70 more than you asked for? How about pricing the house correctly? That's about to be a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who right. knew, right? And we joke about this, but, you know, um, yeah, I've been, it's Aaron says, or Eric says, I've been waiting to work fire. I, I've been working expisables and fires for months already. Congratulations, Eric. Way to be ahead of the, head of the, head of the, wow, the curve. Sorry. My yeah. tongue got stuck there. But here's the thing. Here's another thing that those of you who have been in the business for less than, let's say, 36 months, you need a strategy to follow up with your sellers weekly because yeah. they're freaking yeah. out. Those of you who have sellers whose house has been on the market for a week, um, six months ago, a house on the market for a week was stigmatized, right? Because they're, what's wrong with this house? Why is it not under contract? Why don't we have 37 offers? That's, not, that's no longer true in a lot of markets. And by the way, if you're watching this and going, that's not true in my market, hang on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christopher Sabate wrote, as a recruiter for my company, I literally just put together a video on this topic. Agents have uh, agents have gotten soft over the past couple of years, and it's time to sharpen up the skills again. Thank you. Christopher Sabate was not a paid uh, plant in the audience, um, so he's really mirroring what we're saying. We're seeing this. Um, you know, there are. I have insider information with some very large brokerages out there that. Uh, that leadership is talking about this stuff to the to the you know the top ten percent, and so Brian and I are down here to bring it to the trenches to the rest of you guys. How about that? Um, like but it. so in in according to our name, our podcast, which is Cash Call, I have a call to listen to today that I'd like to play for everybody, and we can and we can dissect this to get back to what it is that we do, which is you know real tactical sales training. Absolutely. And as Dale keys that, uh, cues that up, I want to just remind everybody, if you have questions, we'd love to answer questions. One of our favorite things to do. We love to address what's going on with you guys. Uh, Dale and I can talk easily for the 30 minutes. That's not an issue, but we do want to address any questions. So please put them in the, the chat or the Q&A and uh, pass back to you, Dale. Yep. So I'm going to set this up. Uh, this is, I don't know what the source of this lead was. However, apparently he spoke to an agent uh, or a salesperson from this company uh, I guess he got put on hold and disconnected and then he called back. And so I don't know if this company was so large that the routing was just screwed up, uh, but you'll, you'll hear this here. And um, you know, there's obviously a couple of issues going on with this, Brian, that we want to unpack for people. Perfect. Hello, this is Kendall. Uh, yes, ma'am. My name is Bill. I live in Kentucky and I was talking to somebody this morning. So the first thing I have is she said, hello, this is Kendall. 
what company are you from? Are you a real estate company? Am I in the right place, right? Did I dial the right number? And especially, so this person who answered the phone, this salesperson doesn't know that the person calling in had already been disconnected by our company. It already has had a bad experience. And then we answer in a, what I would say, a, a casual rather than professional manner, right? I agree hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, 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 guy, and I told him I was at work and they put me on hold, so I had to hang up. Uh, I told him I'm looking for a place in the St. Augustine area. In the St. Augustine area, okay. So I spoke to a guy, I told him that I was at work, and so he put me on hold and I had to hang up. <laughs> All right. So I don't know whoever is in charge of how the lead flow works. And I mean, I can imagine a couple of scenarios. That could have been like a lead scrubber, right? Who was just calling the old database to see if, if, if there was any live juice there. And, you know, it was like an under-trained VA or ISA that put this guy on hold and, and really kind of caused this issue to happen. Or this could have even been like a, a Zillow call where they were working the leads, right? And their ISA put them on hold uh, in order to connect them through uh, and then it got disconnected. So I, I don't know what the scenario is, but if this was owned by the real estate team, then they would really need to clean that process up. Well, and also I would say that you need to apologize and not, not, not a long time. Hey, I'm so sorry that that happened. I'm available now. How can I help? Yeah, there's, I, no, I think, there's no apology. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hear that again. Brian just pointed out that you should definitely apologize. And I agree. Yeah. In the St. Augustine area. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I am actually located about three hours south of St. Augustine, Yes. but I can still attempt to help you out if you want me to. Okay. So, Brian, do you want to take this one? Well, if you're going to say the second part, don't say the first part. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, you know, um, let me let me get some information and see how I can help. Right. If you're going to still try and help, then, then at the end, clean it up. So... Um, yeah, that's interesting. So we've got a question in there. Um, I don't know if you want to address that now, uh, but yeah. Sure, yeah, let's do it. What's the question? Uh, Dale, how do you recommend we answer the phone on incoming calls such as this one? So Connor, I would suggest always uh, saying who you are and what company you're from. For instance, uh, I'm not currently associated with a real estate team, but you know, it would be, hi, this is Dale with Amazing Realty. How can I help you? Or whatever it may be, right? Or even, hi, this is Dale with Amazing Realty you know, and just wait for them to say what they have to say. But, I, you know, I just think it needs to be more professional. If, you know, we as real estate agents, 90% of the time our phone rings, it's real estate business. And so I feel like you should just sound like a real estate salesperson and represent yeah. yourselves, even if it's directly to your cell phone and uh, especially for a company line. Yeah, if it's a company line, you have to have a standard way to answer that. Absolutely. If it's your cell phone, I like where, where Dale's going with that. Like, what's the worst thing that happens? Somebody calls and goes, I'm selling tires. Okay, great. Well, I don't want to talk to you anyway. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's not going to hurt you. Your yeah. friends might yeah. laugh at you if they call right. from a number you don't know, but who cares? That, that <laughs> might happen. They call you from a number. They just, you know, got a new phone and they're like, what are you, a dork? What, what do you want? Right. Yeah. I would rather, you know, I'd rather have someone insult me and make money than have no one insult me and not make any money. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm going to keep going with this. Uh, yeah. What I'm looking for, and it's just me, and I'm sort of looking for a snowboard retreat. Um, 
and I know the prices are pretty high, but some somewhere under two hundred. Okay. And does it does it have to be a certain number of bedrooms, bathrooms? Um, well, two bedroom, one bath. So the other thing I want to point out here, I'm listening to this call, Brian. I listened to this before I came on. Is that um, so? You know, we teach the who, where, when, why, what, and how much, right? So I'm listening for that, and I know she missed some pieces here. So she missed some of her discovery, and I just want to illuminate that for the people that are listening here. So, so far, what we have is we have a little bit of why, snowbird retreat, right? We have a little bit of where, because he said he's looking in St. Augustine, and then we have a, a how much. <clears throat> Would be plenty, or if it's more, that's fine too. Okay, and... Are there any parts of St. Augustine that you're interested in? Do you know of any like neighborhoods or any? Or I really don't. I've been there a couple times. But... I think that's a good question, and it's going to set her up for an awesome close for a video conference that she doesn't take. It was several years ago, so I haven't been there lately. Uh, I guess I would okay. depend on you guys to keep me safe. If that makes sense. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, Okay, well, let me, and would you need financing or would you be, would that be a cash deal? Probably cash. Okay. All righty, well, I will start looking around in the St. Augustine area for you, and would you like, would you All right, so now basically she just goes on to start sending the guys properties, right? And, but we're missing some of the, we're missing some of that discovery. Like, first of all, it, it was very clinical, right? It was kind of like a, it was like a colonoscopy a little bit, right? Very procedural. No, not fun for anybody. Um, uh, and I just think there needs to be, that was a funny joke, Brian. You didn't even like the not fun for anybody? <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, I don't normally have to pull Brian to laugh at my joke. I just wanted to make sure he heard it. Um, so, you know, you're just missing some of those pieces of uh, that discovery, right? We don't know who, who, like, is it just you? Is it your, you and your wife, your 15 kids or whatever, you know? Uh, and like, do you uh, have you been working with an agent? Any of those kind of things. So there's a lot of the discovery in there that's missing. Yeah, and here's the thing. And, and we have to do good discovery now more than before. And again, we, we kind of led with this on the front end because here's the thing. This guy hangs up and goes, ah, maybe I'm not getting what I want. Call somebody else who does some good discovery and asks some better questions and builds better rapport. We're done. Yeah. And, and and I think, you know, there's a very distinct possibility that this ISA slash agent, I don't know which it was, doesn't really matter, was like, uh, whatever, I got to go through the motions here because, but I, it's not, it's not worth it to us anyway, it's three hours away, we're not going to get paid, da, 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 da. And I, I get it, I understand that, but at the end of the day, either take the call or don't take the call and do right. every call as if it's the most important one you're going to do if you half-ass one because... And there's really nothing in this for me. Guess what? Now you've built it. You've built a habit of of being selective. And you know, I heard somebody say this one time. It was a a team leader, and he said every single person on my team does the literal exact listing presentation. That way I know for every listing presentation, every single seller got the exact same presentation. And of course, they're assuming their presentation is good. But you know, if you're making a call, you should set the same standard because you're going to get disappointed. But if you get disappointed at the wrong thing or and, and quit too early, 
you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. And I feel like maybe that's what happened here. Oh, three hours yeah. away, $200,000 in St. Augustine. You can't buy a, you know, you can't buy a bedroom for that little in a house. And I think there might've been some of that that's happening. And here's the thing. The guy said he has $200,000 in cash. So here's a great question. Well, sir, um, you know, I'm not, you know, intimately um, familiar with that, but $200,000 in St. Augustine may not buy you what you want. You mentioned that you have cash. Would you even consider, you know, financing a little bit of that, you know, an extra $50,000, $75,000 so that you could get into something? You know, I just want to know where you're at. Not trying to change your mind. Just wanted to know if that's an option for you. Yeah. And it might absolutely. be. Absolutely. You know, the other thing, I got two points here. And one, even if she didn't want this lead, I just want everybody to know she asked a really good question. Like, do you have any particular neighborhoods you're interested in in St. Augustine? He's like, no, I don't really know. I'm, I want you guys to keep me safe, which is a bit of a, you know, dodgy area in the conversation. But um, that was a perfect opportunity to say, wow, you know what, Brian, uh, I'd love to just jump on a quick video call with you, open up my screen and go through the different neighborhoods and amenities and options and, you know, um, uh, the pluses uh, to each neighborhood with you. Uh, I'm free now. If you can jump on Zoom with me, we can take a look at that, right? Just yep. book a face-to-face -face right now. Let's do it now. You know, it's a perfect opportunity to help the guy. Well, and here's another thing. So um, we'll also say may maybe this is why she didn't do it. Maybe she doesn't have the data. So we could do the same thing though with, hey, you know what? I'm familiar with St. Augustine, but I've got someone who I know, whether you do or not find somebody quickly, who's an absolute expert who will be able to navigate you through that market significantly better than me. So what I would like to do is, and then set an appointment to, to, to talk to somebody else to do exactly what Dale said. So, because, you know, in my, as we were on this, why I missed Dale's joke, you know, pr further proof that you can't do two things at once. I went on Zillow and typed in St. Augustine and I wanted to see what the heck $200,000 buys you. And by the way, it buys you a lot. Oh, not, not a lot, right. but a lot. Oh, vacant you know? a lot. Oh, got it. Behind a Walmart? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's two <laughs> houses right now, according to Zillow, that are under $200,000. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe it, maybe one's a, you know, I don't know what they look like. I don't know the market. But again, you know, getting somebody who's actually an expert in that market to talk to that person. And who knows? So I get a 25% referral fee. Great. Beats yep. kicking the teeth. It's worth 15 minutes of my time, right? Yeah. You know, all I heard was you did in fact miss my joke and I needed to point that out to you. <laughs> I can't, I can't let one go by, man. I work hard for, for it. I appreciate you, man. I really do. Um, this is to all the people that love to listen to the cash call uh, podcast. You know, what's funny is I have people who like, they'll text me after this and they'll be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you said X. It's just, uh, it's kind of funny. Right. Um, but yeah, so that, that's what we have for that call, man. It definitely can, can tighten that up quite a bit. Um, and then she just proceeds to basically put them on a home search. And, you know, I think that if she was trying not to do business with the guy or didn't value it, I don't see why she would go through the process of doing the discovery that she did, putting on search and saying that she'd follow up with him, things like that. Um, but yeah, it could end up being just a referral opportunity. Um, do you have anything for us to listen to today, Brian? I do. I do. I'm, and I'll go ahead and share my screen and then we'll listen to it. Here we go. We have a super active not gonna, chat today. Gonna, what's that? We have a super active chat today. That's nice to see everybody. I, it is always great to see lots of chat. That uh, It makes me smile. It really does. So, all right, I'm going to hit this. I'm not even going to preface this, um, and, and we're just going to go through it. From realtor.com that you're interested in some property in Siloam Springs. Is that correct? I was looking through it. 
Okay. Are there any questions I can answer for you, or is there a specific address you're looking at? Um, well, there was one that's pending that I, I like, but I don't know if it's sold. It's a 600 Overland Road. Okay. Awesome. I know what you're going to say, but I'll let you say it. Oh yeah, man. Well, let's do this. Let's uh, let's give these people the guidance that they need, right? So, is this this agent's on your team or ISA? Yes. Okay, got it. So, I think that we need to give some scripting to the listeners on what to do. And for anybody who didn't catch it, what happened was the woman inquired about a property that she he called her or she called him. Um. He called back. So basically it was a realtor.com lead. He called back, you know, okay. so the lead comes in and he calls, Hey, this is so-and-so with Kurt's Realty Group. I'm reaching out because you made an inquiry on realtor.com. Or I think he said, he actually liked the script. He said, realtor.com asked me to reach out to you. So yes. um, yeah. So that's really good. And then she proceeded to say, well, I'm interested in this property, whatever address. I wanted to see if it's still available or if it's sold. Okay. So automatically, I know that I do not want to tell you that it's sold if I discover that it's sold, which means I'm intentionally not going to look it up right now. Do not look it up right now. Instead, I'd rather say, oh, got it. Okay, what, what was that address? She's going to tell me the address. Okay, great. I don't have my system open at the moment. I'll have to pull that up and check it out for you. In the meantime, uh, is this the first property you've been this interested in or have you been looking for a while? I like the script. And it's interesting. He actually does a pretty decent job of not going, it's sold, it's sold, it's sold. So he does a good job with that, <laughs> good. but I like where you're going and I like your process a little bit better than what he did. So let's play yeah. a little bit more. Maybe. So what drew you to that house? Um, it's got about everything I want. Okay. And what do you mean by that? What's it, what's it have that you're looking for? Good job. Um, I like the appearance of it. I like how it has the outback, outback, you know, thing where you sit. Um, yeah. I like the bigger room, you know, the big uh, spacious. I like spacious, yeah. So okay. Like the, How's the, the price for you? Is that is that a good price for you? Wow. Uh, well, I mean, I'd like to have a little lower than that. But. Yeah. But uh, three around 300 you're probably okay with? Uh. I'm not sure. I was, I don't know. I was really just looking at it. Um, sure. I mean, I like, I like how the, you know, the, the bathroom and stuff, like they've really. Oh, I'm going to point this out because we don't, we never come back to it. So when someone says, I don't know about, about a price range, to me, that's the opportunity. And, and I don't like to do things right there. Like I would have just taken a note, need to ask this guy about getting pre-qualified because he doesn't know how much he can afford. So I don't want to spend a month and a half showing this guy houses and find out he can't afford to pay attention, right? So so I just want to make a note of that and then come back to it and say, okay, great. So, you know, and here's a great question. If you don't want to go through the pre-qualification process, you know, out of curiosity, I think the guy's name's Jeff. Out of curiosity, Jeff, what, what are you comfortable with for a monthly payment? So because we can get a pretty good ballpark. If somebody says $150 a month, we know they can't buy a $300,000 house. Or, you know, maybe they say, hey, I'm comfortable with like $3,000 a month. Okay, we can go higher. So, yeah. and again, it doesn't mean that they can actually afford it, but at least we know from their perspective what they find comfortable. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense, Brian. 
you know, upgraded a lot, so I don't see a whole lot that I would have to do. Okay, yeah. I do like that. I like the big laundry room, big backyard, fenced-in backyard, the little shed. I like that. Um, it just has a lot of things that I would already like, and so, like, think 300 wouldn't be too bad for me because it has everything and I wouldn't have to put money yeah. in it. Okay. Where are you living right now? In a fifth wheel. Okay. Um, so is this sold or? So it is currently pending. Um, I can, uh, I can contact the agent to see how, uh, how solid that is, but as of right now it is pending. So it's under contract with another buyer. So, I'm okay with him answering that question, but what I'm not okay with is where he went. So for me, I would say, hey, the house is currently under contract, which means that there's a contract between a buyer and seller, but it's not closed by any stretch of imagination because the guy asks, is it closed or sold, I think. So that being said, there's a couple of things that we can do. You know, I can reach out and find out about the contract, but here's what I'd really love to do. I'd love to go and, you know, show you the property. A lot of contracts today aren't closing. So if we put a backup offer in, lots of times we can actually, if the first offer falls out, we can be the first person in line and you can slide right in there. And the cool thing about that is we can look for other houses in the process. How does something like that sound for you? So because my goal, and I think somebody said something in the chat about getting face-to-face, my goal is to get face-to-face. So if I can go show a house that's, you know, going to close tomorrow, I'll go show a house that's going to close tomorrow because it gives me an opportunity to get face-to-face with somebody. And we all know we're better face-to-face. That's, that's a good rule. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I think that I would, I think he did some really great things throughout the call. I don't think he should have brought the property up first, right? Just slid into it. He can work on that skill. And then, yeah, I agree. I mean, at some point you have to tell her, but he could put a much more positive spin the way that you said on it. Uh, there's just there's just about a minute and a half. The siloam, is siloam somewhere you're pretty interested in? Do you work yeah. in siloam? Uh, my kids come. My kids go to school here. Okay, go to school there. Okay. So how long have you been looking? Have you been looking to move? Pause that. Take the off ramp to the kids, man. When listen, I don't actually care that much about most people's kids. I hate to say that in a public forum, but if you mention kids, I'm gonna ask, right? How old are your kids? How old are your kids? That's very cool. Great. What kind of sports are they into? I don't care, but I'm going to ask anyway, right? Because people like their kids. If they like their kids and you ask about their kids, they're more likely to like you. So, you know, I hope I yeah. hope I didn't just turn some fans off, Brian, by saying well, but here's, here, I know, uh, here's the thing, guys, you don't have to like anybody. It's not requirement to be a real estate agent, but you have to, you have to be interested. Again, you don't have to like it, but you have to be interested. You have and, to be interested. Yes. So, and, and again, someone who's got kids and, you know, I think a lot of us have kids who are like, my kids are grown. So they're not, not that they're not a huge part of my life, but they're not in my face but when you have young kids and this guy does have young kids, guess what your life is? Working kids, working kids, working kids. I mean, it's it just it's the reality of it. Inter- interrupted every once in a while by a date with your significant other. So, I mean, that, that that's the life of, of, a, of a parent. And I'm not complaining about it. I did it for many years and it was great. But, so, but my point is it's your real focus. So talk to people about stuff that's important to them. Yeah, absolutely. For a while or are you just starting the process? Um. Well, we sold our one house, and um, now my husband wants a divorce, so I'm going through that. Ooh, I'm sorry and about that. that. Yeah, I 
and after that, we'll be uh, me and my kids will be looking for somewhere to go. Uh, okay, if I can ask, when do you think the divorce is going to be finalized? I have no idea. Okay, okay. But so in the meantime, buy. Go ahead. Definitely by when? I said definitely before I buy, we're getting divorced. I don't want him to have any kind of, you know, way of getting what I have. Sure, sure. Um, so what can I, what I can do for you right now is since that house is pending, I can put in a search for houses that are very similar to what you like about that house with the big backyard, the updated, you know, uh, finishes, and then it'll just automatically send over to your email what, what pulls up, okay? Okay, that sounds good. And then uh, we'll go from there. I'll text you here in a minute. Is this your cell phone? Yeah. Okay, so I'll text you here in a minute. It'll just be Matt DeMott. It'll be my cell phone number. You can save it. If you see any properties you're interested in seeing that I haven't sent you, you know, please reach out and we'll go from there, okay? All right, thank you. All right, well, you have a good, a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. So one of the other things when – this is a very challenging thing to do, but – Hey, Jeff, I completely understand that, uh, you know, I, I would do the same thing with if I'm going through a divorce, I don't want to buy a house. It's just another asset for us to have to deal for the lawyers to deal with. That being said, here's some good news. Unfortunately, this property is probably not going to be available, um, but I think you're starting at the right time. You know, make a positive spin on the fact we've got a bunch of time. This could take a month three months, six months, 12 months. They might, they may reconcile along the way. Who knows? But the good news is the guy's living in a fifth wheel. There's a real good chance he's going to want to buy a house at some point in time, whether he gets back with his significant other, whether he doesn't, whether he gets, whatever happens. So, you know, Hey, it sounds like we're, we're starting at the exact right time. You know, obviously you got some massive changes going on in your life, but with that in mind, let's set this up. And by the way, I'd love to just, you know, for me, by the way, I did not push this for the last 24 months. I'm pushing it now. I think maybe the best thing for us to do would be to want, do one of two things. It would be either to do a Zoom meeting or meet in, an off, in the office so we can put together a plan. So which would work better for you, a Zoom meeting or meeting in the office? Absolutely. I was actually going to point that out. Like I want to get that face-to-face, -face, even though it's far out or it's got these conditions in it, getting the face-to-face, -face, man, is just like, You've, you've moved yourself from a 50-50 shot on this stranger business to more like a 75 to 80% shot. So, and here's a really cool thing that um, I don't know if you guys paid, he who meets first wins, somebody says, and I appreciate that. I don't know if you paid attention the way that I did that, but I, this is an important thing, which will get you in a higher appointment rate. I could say this, I say, I could say, hey, Jeff, you know, um, we can meet in the office or Zoom. You know, I have time available on Tuesday or Wednesday, which of those days works better for you. And that's an alternative close. But in my opinion, this is a better alternative close. We can meet on Zoom or we can meet at the office, which of those works better for you. Yeah. I don't care which one we do, because ultimately his answer is I'm meeting with you. But mm -hmm. if I and if I give them a day, it's not as good. So it's an interesting to me alternative close. Do you want to meet in person or do you want to meet in Zoom? I didn't ask him if you want to meet. Right. Either of those right. answers are yes to I want to meet. So take a look at doing alternative closes that aren't always just Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, weekends, this this week, next week. Hey, would Zoom work better for you? Would you like to go? Would you like to meet at the house? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool. Anything else about that, Brian, or should we let these people go for this week since we've expanded their minds? 
you know, I, I feel like we've done a good job and uh, pat myself on the back. Our shoulder hurts a little bit from that, but you know, I think we did a good job today. And uh, no, so it was a great, it was a great, uh, a great discussion. And, and looking forward, guys, and I think um, Dale and I haven't talked about this, so I'm about to put words in his mouth, but we are going to be talking about some of the scripting, some of the things that you need to be doing as you move forward so that you can be extremely competitive in this market. And I'll, I said at this beginning, I'll say it at the end. If you are the professional in this market, you can finally have the opportunity to separate yourself because you haven't right, had yeah. a chance. Yep. Absolutely. It's been really tough. I, I think this is really good that we're going to go through this, this shift in the market. Um, so everybody listening, listen, we would love to have you submit your calls to us in the wherever you watch this podcast. We'll, we'll, we will submit the link where you would upload your recorded calls so that you guys so we can play your calls live here. And yes, we are going to laugh at you um, if there are points that we can make fun of, because that's what makes for a good show. But you're definitely going to get some serious instruction out of it and some serious help uh, with it. Um, and so you just have to be able to laugh along with us if that's okay. So I, I want to close on this. I heard this the other day. It was on a television show. I do watch television. Um, if, you, if you're going to be mean, at least be funny. So right. um, Yeah, there you go. We like to be funny with our mean. We have a good side of funny. Right. All right. Awesome. Good seeing everybody. Oh, look at that. Megan Stanton is here and just posted the link for call submissions. So if you're still listening, if you're still on it, you just posted it in the chat. That's the link there. We'll also, we live streamed it to Facebook. So we'll put it in the comments also. All right, awesome. everybody. Thank you, everybody.